Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of this still relatively new podcast. I feel like I've been doing this for a while. My launch was in July, and it's now November. Totally different season. But you know, in the podcasting world, 16 episodes is really just getting started. It's exciting because I still have so much more to share. But I'll admit it's also daunting because I've committed to a minimum of one podcast a week for at least the next year. And I'm realizing that this really is a discipline. Many other podcasters will tell you, and I agree with this, that once that initial burst of enthusiasm wears off, it really takes grit and determination to produce content every single week, not to mention loading it up onto iTunes and all the other tech platforms and editing that has to go on and the mixing with the music. So I'm learning that to keep yourself on track with this, you really have to dig deep within yourself and remember always the reasons you started in the first place. For me, what keeps me going is my deep belief in the mission of Beautiful Baggage, which is to help you, my listeners, really use your sense of adventure as a tool for finding ways to transform into healthier, more emotionally resilient, and more creative versions of yourselves. That's really what it's all about, and I really want to share that message with you. Also, what keeps me going is hearing from you. Your feedback keeps me motivated, and those reviews you leave really make it easier for other people to find my content as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. In last week's episode, we talked about the importance of finding that spark of inspiration that fuels the momentum to launch your projects, your hobbies, your passions, and to pursue your goals and dreams. Today, I want to begin a conversation around how to make that momentum stick to the point that your commitment is so solid that you'll stay on track even when you feel like quitting. I realized last week that while I'm still working on that level of commitment with a lot of things like this podcast, there are moments in life where you realize that your commitment is so ingrained, it's so strong that you don't have to dig quite so hard for your why when you don't feel like following through. You just realize that the activity or the goal is just part of who you are. And if you stop or quit, it will feel like you've let yourself down in a big way. So for example, last week there was an election in San Francisco. And while I promise I will not talk about politics in this podcast, believe me, there are plenty of other places you can go for that on iTunes or wherever else. I realized that I have a deeply ingrained value, a commitment in my mind to voting in every election I'm eligible to participate in. That's regardless of what is or is not on the ballot. Last week's election, honestly, you would hardly have known it was happening. It was an off-year election in San Francisco, not much on the ballot, and not much press coverage about it either. And frankly, I didn't really feel particularly excited about this one. And as the day wore on, I had this sneaking feeling like, you know, no one's really going to notice if I don't vote. Turnout is going to be low. I'll be in the majority of people in the city just going about my business and not engaging. I could get away with not voting. But as I walked home from work, even though I just wanted to go home after a long day, 
I felt what I can only describe as a magnetic force pulling me toward the polling station. It was in a little church that uh, is around the corner from where I live. So I went in and I voted. It took about five minutes, and because turnout was, as expected, so low, there was no line. So it was a minor detour in my day, if you would even call it a detour. And I felt a sense of relief and accomplishment when a poll worker handed me a red sticker that said, I voted, and I stuck it on the lapel of my jacket. After I voted, two things reminded me of just some of the reasons why I feel that voting, even in the most minor of elections, is important. One of the poll workers was someone I knew, and I hadn't seen her for a number of years. And as we were catching up, she was telling me why she likes to work the polls on election day. And I suddenly had this flashback to a story that I produced when I was a radio journalist a few years ago. It was about high school kids who took time off from school to work at the polls, and how excited and passionate they were about the opportunity. One detail of the story that I really remember specifically was that many of the kids were from families that immigrated from places like China and Vietnam, and other countries where democracy as we know it doesn't exist. Their families had instilled in them that voting was something special and not to be taken for granted. And these kids, as I talked to them, were really excited about the chance to help facilitate the voting process. The other memory that came to mind a few days later after I voted was particularly profound and personal for me. This was the 30th anniversary of the fall of the Berlin Wall. November 9th, 1989 is when it happened. I was in high school at the time, and just a few weeks earlier, my mom had asked me if I'd like to take a trip to Europe with her on my spring break. I said yes, and I specifically asked her to take me to Berlin. I told her I wanted to see and experience the wall. At the time, it was an international symbol of division and repression, and I told her I wanted to experience the stark differences between the East Side, which was communist, and the West Side, with its democratic form of government. I said I want to see the wall now, because I have a feeling it might come down soon. We reserved our plane tickets, and a few weeks later, the wall was breached. And by the time my spring break rolled around in the spring of 1990, we arrived just in time to see the first truly free election held in that part of Germany since 1932. Technically, the wall still divided the city of Berlin, but the East German armed guards didn't shoot as they would have in the past when I breached the wall myself. I climbed into this big hole in the wall while my mother took a picture. She captured the guards' curious and slightly smiling faces as... I assume they grappled mentally with what their job really was at this point in time. I also remember near the Brandenburg Gate, people who came to the wall to celebrate the long-awaited wave of democracy reached their hands down to me and my mom and lifted us up onto the top of the wall so that we could celebrate too. Another emotional experience. Having these emotional experiences, like the one I had so long ago in Berlin, and my more recent one talking with young poll workers in San Francisco, are just a few of the reasons the practice of voting is now so important to me that I'll do it even when I don't feel like it. Studies show time and again that having deep emotional experiences around an activity or an idea can strengthen our commitment to it. And I think that's what happened with me when it comes to voting. Now I'm curious about you. What commitments do you honor, almost without thinking, because your belief in them has become so deeply ingrained? Is there something that you want to do, some ideal you'd like to live up to, but you just need some deeper emotions attached to your thoughts about it so that your resolve will stick? 
If not, I suggest you go out there and through some real life experience or virtually through reading or watching documentaries or searching online, get some perspective over and over again until the emotion you feel fuels what you want to do and what you do becomes a habit. Thank you for joining me. And a quick reminder that I'm still offering free coaching on a limited basis between now and December 15th, 2019. For those of you who are new to the podcast, I'm getting my certification through the Life Coach School. If you're interested and want to jump in before the window closes, please go to the coaching tab at my website. The address is yourbeautifulbaggage.com. You can shoot me a line there and I'd love to work with you. Thanks so much for joining me on this podcast and I will see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.